Blog Talk Radio. Hello, 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 and welcome to the Brain Builders Podcast. I am your host, Dr. John DeWitt, and today we are talking about Alzheimer's, cognitive decline, all of the horrible things that so many people suffer from, and I mean, how, how are you doing? How are you doing today? I mean, it's just, there's so many people that are suffering with this condition, and it's not just the people suffering with the condition, but it's the people that are taking care of the people that are suffering with this condition, because it literally, it puts a strain on your family, and I'm with you personally, I am going through this myself with my my own dad, and it's, it's just the variety of things from, you know, is he ever going to be the same? Is he going to remember who I am in a few months? Is it, are, what, what are the people in the community where he lives? What are he, what, what are they going to think? And that's the thing you have to realize. It doesn't matter what they think. If you want to keep it private and not tell them, you know, what's going on, that's fine. Do that. That's your prerogative. But the focus of this podcast is to share ways that are helping people to reverse cognitive decline and to get back to who they were before they forgot who they were. Today we're going to talk about Dr. Daniel Amen and his Brain Warrior's Way. We're going to talk the risks and the ways to reduce the symptoms and it starts with, you know, last time we talked about, you know, the different risks and then and you had to take your score. And if you had a high score, that meant you were at high risk of, of cognitive decline. Today, my dogs are going crazy right now. <laughs> Today, we're going to talk about the ways to reduce it. So, number one risk is a family member with Alzheimer's. Or another form of dementia. If you have a family family member with that, the solution is you have to be serious. Having Alzheimer's or dementia in your family doesn't mean you will get it, but it means you're at greater risk of getting it. And for Dr. Amon's patients with Alzheimer's or dementia in their families, he recommends early screening around the age of 40 or zero. With Web Neuro, and I went on Web Neuro. You just have to sign up and and do the test to see if you're at risk. If your results at Web Neuro point to any problems, then consider functional imaging, such as the spec scan that Dr. Amon is such a huge uh, supporter of. And the reason that, that the spec scan is so good because it literally shows how your brain is functioning and where you're having some deficiencies. And and he, based on that, he can tell you how that gets fixed. Now, another risk is a single head injury with loss of consciousness or multiple ones, like I've had with my 12 years of professional football, without a loss of consciousness for more than a few minutes. I remember running down on a kickoff once, and thinking I was going to run over this guy when I was a little bit older. It was the last year or two that I was playing. 
And the next thing I know, I'm looking up at the lights because I had totally been knocked out for a second or two and no idea where I was, what was going on. And then I was just like, whoa, that was not good. So the solution for that is to prevent further head injuries, you need to do all you can to avoid traumatic brain injuries, such as concussions. That is obvious. But unfortunately, it's not that obvious because many parents allow their children to do way too many things that are potentially damaging for them, which can ruin their lives. And this is a really sad testimonial from Dr. Amen. One of my close friends, Jeff, had a 13-year-old boy who really wanted to play football. What should I tell him? I was going to help him find a coach to guide him, he, said, he asked. Well, how about no, I said. But he really wants to play, Jeff replied. Well, what if he said he really wanted to do cocaine? Would you help him find a drug dealer, Dr. Amen replied? No, of course not, Jeff said, a little irritated. Well, why? What if he really wanted to do it? In my experience, the damage from football is about the same, Dr. Amon said. That is insane. A parent's job is to be your child's prefrontal cortex, which is the decision-making area, until his or her prefrontal cortex develops, which is much later than most anyone thought, typically 25 years old in females and 27 years old, even 28 in males. So you have to be the decision maker for your kids, even when they're not kids anymore, because they don't know. And honestly, long story, but my dad was living vicariously through me, wanting me to play football because he quit football when he was in high school, but he wanted me to keep playing football. And granted, he didn't understand what the risk was back then, but now we know. When you know more, when you know better, you do better. And I'm telling you right now, if you have kids that want to play football, if they have any other options, if they are smart, if they, you know, if football is not the only solution to get them out of their particular situation, you need to encourage that. So now another risk, heavy alcohol use, drug dependence, or smoking in the past or present. Face it, alcohol is not a health food. According to a study from Johns Hopkins, people who drink every day have smaller brains. And when it comes to the brain, size definitely matters. Another important lesson we've learned is that heavy alcohol, marijuana, and tobacco use lower blood flow to the brain and make it harder to think over time. And there's a big push right now with CBD, which is totally different than smoking marijuana. Because with CBD, you have your own endocannabinoid system that is connected to both the central nervous system and the peripheral nervous system. And CBD itself is a great, great thing because it helps reduce pain symptoms. It makes people more relaxed, and it's really important. But smoking marijuana is not a good thing. So in that case, to reduce those factors... You need to get treatment to stop any addictions that you might have. Dr. Amen recommends that 
his patients completely stop the use of any marijuana and cigarettes and have no more than two normal-sized alcoholic drinks twice a week. That's only four alcoholic drinks. And I love how he says normal size, not some big giant mug of, of beverage, twice a week. Most carbohydrates have four calories per gram. Alcohol has seven, but no nutritional value, none. Alcohol is listed as the seventh leading preventable cause of death. It is associated with a fatty liver, damaged neurons, and lowered blood flow to the cerebellum, which is associated with physical and thought coordination. Alcohol interferes with the absorption of vitamin B1, it diminishes you, which is why you say and do stupid things when intoxicated. It, it also causes sleep disturbances and stimulates your appetite. Alcohol affects your pancreas and causes hyperglycemia. Remember the voodoo doll study. You don't want your spouse to become hypoglycemic. If you want a better brain, less is more with all of these substances, all of them. Now, what about major depression or ADD? If you have that in the past or, or currently, both of these issues are typically associated with low blood flow to the brain. Some people think late-life depression can be a precursor to Alzheimer's disease. Untreated ADD is associated with many other listed risk factors, such as traumatic brain injury, obesity, depression, alcohol, and drug abuse, and smoking. So to reduce that, you need to get treatment. Start prevention strategies as early as you can. Treatment does not necessarily mean medicine. In head-to-head studies, exercise, I mean, exercise is huge. When I was in college at Vanderbilt, they used to say, I don't care what you do at night, if you're out drinking and partying, whatever, do not miss a workout the next morning. So I don't care if you're hungover the next morning. Get out there, do your exercise, run do your conditioning, whatever it is, and you'll stay on track. And they don't even realize how, how right they were. That is so important. You also have to make sure you're taking your fish oils and learning not to believe every stupid thought that you have were shown to effectively help depression. Now, obviously, it's also critical to know your brain type. Now, one more risk that we have is eating the standard American diet, which, which is really sad because the abbreviation for the standard American diet is SAD. The SAD, filled with sugar, processed foods, high omega-6 fatty acids, excessive calories, and trans fat is associated with dementia, depression, and obesity. So the solution to that, having brain-healthy nutrition is absolutely critical You need to change your diet. And just to remind you, there is a link in the description of this podcast to join our Brain Builders Masterclass. Currently, registration is closed, but if you want to get on the wait list, you go to that link, and it's bit.ly slash waitlistbb, as in Brain Builders, and you can take part in the next class because it is so, so important. We're sharing vital information to make sure that you keep your brain healthy. 
here's another risk, being overweight or obese. Now, to get to a healthy weight, this is a solution. Without fat or quick-fix diets, you need to follow all 12 steps that Dr. Amen explains, especially the physical exercise advice and the nutrition advice. And that goes back to what I was just saying. You have to go to the gym. You have to walk. Even if it's walking 30 minutes five times a week, that's great. You have to get out there and be moving because when you're not moving, your brain is not stimulated. You have to stimulate that proprioceptive firing of the brain because that that is the brain's awareness of the body. And when you're not active, your brain isn't aware of what's going on with the body, and then it slowly starts to deteriorate. And finally, or well, for today at least, the, the risk of stroke, heart disease, high cholesterol, prehypertension or hypertension, prediabetes or diabetes, history of cancer treatment, which is chemo, seizures, Parkinson's, or sleep apnea in the past or presently. To reduce all that, you need to get treatment and start prevention strategies early. An anti-inflammatory, nutrient-rich diet and exercise regimen are the mainstays of prevention for vascular and blood sugar issues. As far as sleep apnea, it is critical to have it evaluated and treated. Too, too often, it goes undiagnosed. Symptoms include snoring, periods of apnea, or breath holding during sleep, and chronic daytime tiredness. Even when diagnosed, many people have trouble getting used to the sleep app or the CPAP machine and simply stop using it, which is a huge mistake. Your brain is the most energy-hungry organ in the body, and any oxygen deprivation can damage it. We see that untreated sleep apnea actually looks like early Alzheimer's disease on the SPECT scans. Be serious about getting it diagnosed and treated. So that is our episode for today. I am so appreciative and thankful that you are listening, and I appreciate it so much. If you could share this with any of your friends that could use the information and take advantage of this, it would be so critical. And have them sign up for the Brain Builders Masterclass. Get them on that wait list so that they can get all this great information. And way more than that, they can join our our private Facebook group. It is amazing, amazing stuff. So I really appreciate you listening. And I will talk to you tomorrow in our next episode of the Brain Builders Podcast. Have a phenomenal day.